1942. Will it be victory or defeat? It's in your skillful hands. <laughs> exploration of every nes game released in north america i'm mike i'm sean i'm joe and i'm sam and today we're playing the captain commando challenge series game 1942 it has so hey. much prestige behind it no just, one just the number <laughs> no one knew uh challenge what the, that it was the captain commando challenge series yeah but this is how capcom branded the game when they brought it over because they had a bigger game commando coming down the way and they were like oh let's umbrella all this stuff under the same thing wait it wait. was captain commander is with that, what now is captain Cap commando is that what challenge is that what capcom stands for no oh, i never well i never thought I, that I, I, wow it must you be. might be blowing my mind oh, my i had the same thought i didn't same know time. that either just... they have a game coming out called commando it's our next game that we're playing. Well, I understand yeah, that Commando, Commando is a game, but Captain Commando or whatever. I assumed that Captain Commando was the the, the player in Commando, but <laughs> no, I, I haven't played Commando yet. Be. But like, this wow. is crazy yeah, that you guys is, yeah, are actually revealing the origins of. That's like if Nintendo. That's like if Super Mario Brothers, but it was Super Nin and Ten. Like you know, Nin Ten. I, I wonder how many people are listening that are like, are these guys are these serious? Guys like, yeah, yeah no. of course that's what it is. Uh, yeah, so Captain Commando is uh, is Capcom, and we're talking about Capcom because they made this game. Welcome, Capcom, to the gigantic <laughs> library of third-party NES filled with Bandai and Data East. Wow, it's a, it's quite the League of Extraordinary... It's quite the shelf, gentlemen. <laughs> yes. uh, one thing to mention, though, of course, is that Capcom actually developed this game, not like how Bandai Good to outsourced know. theirs. So that's kind of cool, but... It wasn't published by them here in the States. They they probably couldn't afford to publish it or needed someone to take on those risks so this way they could develop it. So it was actually published by Williams, um, who I'm more familiar for, like, Pinball? Is that them? Is that the same Williams? Uh, yes, it's the same Williams that made the uh, uh, pinball cabinets. In I always our... said I knew my pinball. You do, you, know, you I, do. I, that's a claim I've made since, like, episode eight. I oh, think, you know, when pinball. you first said that, I thought you meant... NES pinball, and I got really confused. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm really a master of NES pinball. Yeah, Joe was actually the master of NES pinball. He bragged a lot during that episode. Yeah, yeah, you know me. However, it was ported to the Famicom by a company called Micronics. Okay, we can only assume that they also got the. It was the same port job for the NES as well. I would assume so because I don't know what else they've made. But that's kind of weird, right? That it got. Ported to the Famicom first before like ever seeing the NES because this is a very American, American heavy game. game. Yeah, you play as an American, I believe. Yeah, I right. mean your your goal you're is shooting, to get to Tokyo. Like, right. You're shooting, you're shooting, shooting down, down planes. planes. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty clear. My only thought, which I, I guess isn't true, but I was wondering if like oh maybe. Maybe they changed it up. Maybe like you're just you were. It wasn't 1942 in Japan. <laughs> right, it was, it was 1941. Like, or, no, or maybe it's just like oh, you're just playing as like you're just fighting aliens or something just unrelated to history or something like that. But I guess no. This yeah, no. I just I think it's just weird. But I I mean, if they didn't question it, I shouldn't be questioning it. Like <laughs> you know, this was a huge hit in the arcades. So I can only you know this was like Capcom's first 
big hit and you know street fighter will come soon but for right now it's 1942 that's dominating it and launches a whole line of the 19xx uh series is that what they call itself they do yeah it's the 19xx series and you never know i think there actually might be some just games that are called 19xx but i'm (laughs) doing that on my own memory Uh, i mean i did get an immediate sequel 1943 that also came to nes that we'll review someday What's that? Like the year. <laughs> yeah, the year. Well, that's what this one is, too. This isn't oh, your score. It's I didn't just get that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's the number in the, tr- in the uh, 19, series. Like, 1942. Do you have to play 1 through 1941 and yeah. understand 1942? <laughs> I was also going to say it's the number of characters in the game. Oh, wow. Oh. That's like a reference to a donkey video on Smash. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Sam, I think you have some breaking news on the Capcom story. Yeah, so I looked up the origin of the name Capcom, and it is from... Capsule computers. Oh, so Oof. I think the Captain Commander is just them being cheeky. Yeah, oh. with the whole it's still, Capcom it's still Capcom, thing. but mm-hmm. we're, we're, that's uh, disappointing. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. Yeah, imagine if your name was Captain Commander. <laughs> That'd be sick. I think. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the fact that I'm right here, and that they were promoting the Commando game under this yes. umbrella of games because they were all part of the Captain Commando series. Mike was so always right. Yeah, definitely <laughs> check if I was right on our next episode. So definitely tune in next uh, week again to find out if I was right. Episode. No, I don't think I'm gonna be right. I think I just want like. I think by now, the audience has a good sense of who they're dealing with when they talk to me. You know, they're going to get a lot of weird-sounding words. They're just going to get a lot of uh, what I like to call schmorgle. Uh, you know, it's like a, a mix of two words coming together. And phrases, yeah. You know, and phrases that, like, they whatever they should have been, I've somehow flipped two of the words and but still... But you get the gist. I've made the sentence right. make sense, you yeah. know, somehow still. So the uh, the poster here is 1942. It's time for a change, and I don't, oh. I don't know what what change that is, but this is definitely a change. change. This is a change for the NES, though. We we haven't had a vertical shooter yet. That's true, right? We haven't had any kind of really like shooter, any kind of like uh, infinite scrolling shooter. What right, what, what the the insiders call shmups, which yes. is funny because this is the kind of game where I. I I associate this with, like, really early stuff. I would think that, like, the launch titles would have something like this where it's, like, very arcadey, very, you know, you're just flying around shooting at things, and, like, that's it. (laughs) That's the game. Well, I think that's also just coming from, like, how heavy the early arcades were on, like, space, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, we had Space Invaders, but we also had Asteroids, and... Uh, what was it, Galaga, Galaga you know, yeah. like, like those those games are, are like kind of the predecessor to games like this, even though this one is grounded in reality and on Earth, yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> it still is kind of like, you know, it takes its notes and cues from those games. So I know that a lot of us have played this before, probably on the internet, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've played many games like it. Oh, you don't think you've touched 1942 before I, this? I don't think I've ever played 1942 What about you two? I think I've played, I may have played 1942 once when I was little before this. I, again, I've played tons of games that are like this. Right. I, I have definitely played this. I This is one of the few games I remember from when I was a kid. I had the cartridge, and this is one that, you know, I, my brother and I used to play. Um, and I remember not being very good at it and always being, always being like, I just want to play Mario. Like, yeah. You know, but, uh, but it is one that sticks out in my memory There's just something about shmups that, like, I'm not a I'm not a master at those games. I don't know those, like, really deep-cut games that, like, I'll just say this: the shmup fan base, they they have like tons of guides and like how to get into these games and how to play these games. But it just comes off as like 
there's just too much. Like I just like ninety forty two is the right level of entry, but they probably hate a game like this because it's incredibly basic. Yeah, I I'm not really a shoot 'em up kind of guy. Um, I I like a lot of them that have that have a better art style or at least a more complex art style or um more effects. Th- this game for me uh seem it's it looks like the most basic version of that kind of game that you can come up with. Yeah. One of my favorite shoot 'em ups is the mini game in the humongous entertainment point and click game Spy Fox and the Case of the Dry Cereal. All right. Where you can play a kind of Galaga copy with like all these different weapons upgrades and shields and stuff and it's actually a pretty solid game in this old kids game. Was it was it in a cereal box? No. Okay. It just sounded <laughs> like it was a cereal, it does box, sound like thing, a cereal but... box game. Okay. No, that's cool. Uh, so since since we haven't really uh you guys haven't have too much experience with this game, maybe we do some first impressions. Yeah. Sean? Um this game didn't leave too much of an impression on me. I I found it incredibly basic, kind of boring, a little slow, somehow not challenging but also too hard. Yeah. Um I have very little good to say about this game other than like it's cool that you get to fly over islands. Like wow. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. That's a very that's a very nice thing of you to say to compliment the game. Yeah. So, booting up this game, I saw it and immediately I knew exactly what kind of game it was, you know, because I'm just so familiar with what this looks like. I haven't played a lot of shmups, but I just kind of know what I'm like what I'm going in, what I'm getting into, mm-hmm. and it met my expectations pretty much exactly. Yeah, I think like you know this is such an early example of a shoot 'em up, but at the same time, since you've seen it now done so many different ways, and usually they're like completely over the top. Yeah, I can understand the uh, the boring complaint that I'm yeah. hearing from you too, you Joe. Know, having played it a lot as a kid, I was excited to see what you know, how it held up to my memory. While I was playing it, I kind of thought, like, maybe this kind of game is just not for me because I, I knew that it was, like, a very popular game and, I, I don't know, I thought everyone... I thought you guys were all going to love it and I was going to be, like, the odd man out where it was like, eh, maybe it's just not my type of thing because it is a little just like, okay, you're shooting things, like, that's it. And now that I'm hearing what you guys are saying, I think that maybe just is what the general impression people get is, like, well, I get the game, you're shooting things, there's some power-ups and stuff, but overall, it feels pretty straightforward. So I'm I'm similar to you, Joe. I wanted to see how this held up because I liked it as a kid. I think it's still fun blowing stuff up. I don't think that there's a ton of variety there, but the the basic concept of dodging enemy planes and shooting down stuff and like, you know, going from stage to stage and trying to like last as long as you can. There's just something about that that's fun to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that genre that I like, you know? But Playing the arcade version of this and playing the NES version of this is like night and day. This this NES version, I'll I'll say it now, it's really only salvageable if you play it on an emulator because you can register like frame skips and you can play it this way it actually frame looks. Skips. Yeah, so you can do like um like every ten like skip every ten frames or something like that. You know, something dramatic, right? And so it won't render out those frames. And it will look a lot smoother when oh. you're playing the game. And the funny thing is, is that, like, it really doesn't do that much to the gameplay. There might come, like, a time or two in your entire game where you might have, like, thought you were about to be hit by a laser, but then, a laser, a <laughs> bullet. But then, you know, it turns out you dodged it. 
It, but really, it just makes the game so much smoother because for whatever reason, I found this game to be like a, 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 a laggy mess. Is laggy the word here? Or just like it, a I mean, stuttery it, mess? It, it doesn't like, feel it, smooth. Right, it doesn't yeah, feel smooth it, at all. And the arcade like port... It drags almost, like the controls drag a little bit. Right, the arcade, not the arcade port, the arcade version, the original version was like 60 FPS smooth, like, like yeah. really clearly defined and you could maneuver your way inside and outside of enemies. Sometimes on this one, I felt like I was about to, you know, get away from a close clip or something like that, and then I got crushed. So I did go into my emulator, and I turned on um, frame skips, and I had no problem whatsoever after that, and I, I actually thought it was a good time. But since we're talking about the original hardware here, and I first played it on that, I have to say that, you yeah. know, playing it on the original hardware, it's t- <laughs> it's rough, and it's it's aged. Yeah. Um, I, maybe it was just a performance thing uh, in terms of, how slow and and imprecise it felt. Um, maybe I would have liked it because I, I haven't played the actual arcade cabinet either. Right. I mean, I'll I'll go and try and find a 1942 arcade cabinet. Yeah, I mean, see how that graphics goes. are nicer too. Yeah. So there's that. Well, I have I have seen video of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I don't think we have to talk about objective or anything. I think it's pretty clear you're a American pilot with no help whatsoever. <laughs> you just like been thrown into the Pacific Theater of World War II, and now you have to go and. Find your way to Tokyo from who knows how far out because you have to do 32 stages to get to the end. That's weird. And it's yeah. weird the way they phrase it. Did anyone notice that? It always says, yeah, like, it last down. of 32 yeah. stage. <laughs> like, it's like, okay. And then it's like, last of 31 stage. So it's like, so I'm really on stage two from on <laughs> right. the 31st stage. Like, yeah. yeah. So I thought, I thought that was weird. An- another thing that I wasn't, like, crazy about, the difficulty spike isn't really there it's kind of like every single level starts off kind of easy and then they just like pour on the enemies mm-hmm. you know it's like it's not it's not really a complaint but it seems weird that the end of like let's say level 29 is like really intense and then i'm starting up level 28 and it's like nothing's really yeah. happening you know it's like oh mm-hmm. back to the beginning again and i also just wanted to mention how busy the screen gets like when you, when there are a lot of planes on there and you're especially like when you're over land yeah, well, right. I was going to say, when you said you liked islands so much, <laughs> you like islands, but some of the planes that you're facing are green, and yeah, they blend into the I, the I only said that as, like, a... No, I get it. It's nice to see changing backgrounds. Yeah, in, I guess, yeah. In, instead of it just being black like a spaceship. Yeah, even, even but... taking off of the air carrier is cool, mm-hmm. you know? And is this one of the, like, I don't know much about, like, the, the arcade games before this time, but, like, this is one of the first... You know, shoot 'em up games like this that has like an aesthetic that's on Earth and that has these great these colors and that and I feel like most of them are just like as simple as possible because they made it space so it was very easy to like. Yeah, I mean, I want to say yes. Yeah. I, I don't think it would be the very first, but this right. is definitely the one that like launches the whole idea right. of like World War Two is cool in video games. You know, like, right. like I want to play and, more war games yeah. and yeah. and, and I feel like Capcom was, will deliver that. Yeah. But and I feel like that could have been a big part of the draw for people was like it's something a little more tangible to them. It's like it's a little less sci-fi and it's like oh this feels more like realistic just because of the setting. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I feel like that might be like some have some credit in like how popular this game was. Right. Uh, so how did we feel about like the enemies and 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 dodging them and dealing with them like. Some of them have different patterns, but for the most part, there's only, like, four different types of enemies, I want to say, or, like, maybe five. Yeah, I the one thing I can say about that is whenever they had those patterns of, like, uh, it'll be a line of four or 
five planes that just do like a little swoop. Oh, the ones that will give you the power up if you knock them all out. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. felt a lot like I was playing like Centipede or something. Yeah, (laughs) but um, I guess that's really the only notable thing I can say about the different kinds of enemies. It's also just weird to think that they would do that. Yeah, like like they're not attacking you. They're never attacking you. What are they doing? You've flown into an air show, (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) there are some enemies, just singular planes that will actually a lot of them that just fly up to you. And then turn around and fly away. They don't shoot. They don't even try and hit you. They just fly up to you just and they flip over and they fly away. I they're have just like an obstacle. I have no idea if this is insensitive, but maybe they're like they were about to go kamikaze <laughs> and then they just said like no, like I, I gotta back out. Like oh, I, I did not, I did not think of that. Yeah, well, my yeah, thought yeah. was that like are they like scouting you out? That thought tell, crossed like, my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of crazy that this. This game has 32 stages and only, uh, I just looked it up, four enemies, and one of them is just that big boss plane. Oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. like that big plane that just right. shows up. I mean, that's cool. I think, like, more bigger sprites would have been nice, you know? Yeah, to have, just to like, break up the monotony of it. I mean, just because there are different pa- patterns happening at the same time doesn't, it's just different patterns of chaos. And just that feeling, too, of... You know, something something that can truly, like, you know, you're bigger than a lot of the other enemy planes. So to see something big like that, all yeah. of a sudden, you're like, oh, right. man, that's going to take a ton to get down, you know? And mm-hmm. it does. I like that. It'd be yeah. cool if it was, you know, maybe a spot where there were less little planes and just a couple of those big guys on the screen. But right. that never happens. It's only ever one or two. Does that guy even shoot at you? Yeah. Okay. The big ones shoot. I can't remember just because they at that point there's also it. a lot of other enemies on the screen, so mm-hmm. who knows where they're are, are those those aren't the same. I think there are some like medium sized planes that come up behind you. Yeah. Yeah. And that that throws you because I I'm a big like hang out at the back of the screen kind of guy and like and and you know get a good a good view on they what's were designed coming. for you. But yeah, it was designed to tell me to stop doing that and pay attention <laughs> to what's coming up behind me. Yeah. I still, I'm just going to, you know, because I don't want to rag on the game too much. I I still did enjoy it. I just think one interesting perspective I have is that I've also played the sequel, 1943, and I don't think any of you guys have, correct? No. no. So it's kind of weird. It's almost like thinking about playing Super Mario Brothers when you know Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. You know, where it's like, right. and I mean, like, that's an extreme example. I don't want anybody telling me 1943 is not that good. It's like, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like, it's weird knowing what's coming yeah. up and, and how much more polished that game is than this one. It almost makes you think like, oh, well, this is just garbage. But you have to think about it in this time, you know, like we're yes. talking about it chronologically. And so right now, I think it's just really cool that we're getting a new genre. Yeah. You know? No, it's always good when I can get, when it's not just another puzzle platformer or something right, like, like what that. Right, like, when are we next going to see another genre, like uh, an RPG? I, that's I like think it'll be RPGs. 1989. Yeah. Like, that's so far away. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be in our 50s by then. I'm looking <laughs> forward to the RPGs. Yep. Does anybody know the plane that you pilot in the game? The, like the specific plane. Well, it has a nickname in the game, but the Bazinga. The yeah. The, how did you know? It's a Big Bang prequel. Uh, no, it's the Super Ace is what it is. What it's named in the game, and it is a Lockheed P thirty eight Lightning. I'm sure that means something to the one person who knows planes in our audience. That's very excited now that they know that. So I also just wanted to list that there's also the enemy planes, the Kawasaki. Uh, Key 61, the Mitsubishi A6M0, and the Kawasaki Ki-48. I mean, it's cool that they that they based them all off of actual planes. Yeah, that is cool. I think it was wasted on a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, 
No, that's that's pretty cool. I dig that. And is that in the uh, in the manual? That's in the manual as well oh. as the bo- the boss plane is a Nakajima G eight not G eight N. So I mean, I, potentially this could have triggered some people's interests in planes. Maybe you know, maybe, maybe yeah. It was the uh... you know. I think at this time that's a good point, Joe, because I think at this at this time video games are getting like a really bad rap as like you know. Oh, I, I gotta take away the Nintendo. Like you can watch these news specials all the time if you look up like Nintendo nineteen eighty six right. news, you know, on YouTube, and you'll see the 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 parent be like, "Yeah, we had to take it away for two months, but then their grades got better, so we gave it back." You know, it's like it's like that's just weird, right? Like <laughs> this that got me thinking. I was thinking about this for this podcast that this seems like one of those games that if you played too much of it, your parents would get mad. You know, because you're just, the, just taking down, you're just constantly killing things. You're just constantly killing things, but you're also just staring at the same screen the whole time. And know? they're probably right. getting more angry at beep, 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 Oh, beep, oh beep, we didn't even talk about God, the sound. We didn't even talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, this game sounds yes. horrible. I, I hopefully have not <laughs> included OST. any music in this episode. I usually play music all the time in the episodes. I but... think you should play it right now. Did you play it? I did. Okay. That was terrible. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, it's bad, and then there's not a lot of anything else. I think, like, one port that was not in the Nintendo ports, but, like, maybe it was, like, Commodore 64 or something like that, like, they got music, and that's like, damn, why couldn't we get music? Like, it doesn't even sound like... It does not sound like a soundtrack. Like, I didn't even... I thought that there was a plane on my screen making that noise, and I was getting targeted or something, but no, apparently that's like a melody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have no idea. Uh, I maybe that's even like code for something. Like yeah. maybe you're getting like SOS. Yeah, it's it's more code. code. If yeah. you're not firing, which I know doesn't happen a lot in this game, if you stop firing, you can hear the uh the like the drum track. The drum track, because I guess they use the same track for firing and for um for drums, which <laughs> yeah. is yeah. I guess I, I mean, maybe I didn't pay too close attention to the sound, but I thought that there was just like a propeller sound the whole time. Like it was like. No, that was like, like a march. sound. That yeah, was like yeah a, I don't remember. Uh, but it yeah. did remind me of 10 Yard Fight. The... <laughs> <laughs> Anything in that register just, yeah. just yeah. <laughs> makes a right. flashback. can only produce so many sounds anyway. <laughs> but how about that, um, how about that sound that you make when you do the, like, the turn, the flip. Oh, I like that. I like yeah, that that's kind of cool. It's like... Yeah. It also lets you know how long it's lasting, how long you're kind of invulnerable for right. it. Right, right, right. And yeah. that flip was one cool little, like, variation on playing the game, where it's like, oh, you can dodge things with this... What is it, a, a loop-de-loop? Yeah, yeah, it's like a loop-de-loop. <laughs> it's weird to think that everybody's on the same exact axis, though, until the minute right. you do that. Like, right. And then all of a sudden, you they're like, wait, they're all playing on, like, a 2D plane, and you just vanish for a second? And they're like, rats, we lost it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, he's coming right back in. Huh. Yeah, why don't I just stay down there? Uh, what'd you guys think of the power-ups? I thought they were fun. I think... I mean, it was cool. I really like that one with the two planes that join you on the yeah. side. Yeah, and then that was yeah. neat. And they're their cool. own hitboxes too, so like you could just lose one. one yeah, plane like and you can lose one, and the other one right. could stay with you. That was yeah. cool. Because uh, I was afraid it made me. It was like the, like a trade off. Like, yeah. oh, you get more firepower, but also you're a bigger target. But like, no, if it hits one plane, like you're still alive as long as your center plane stays intact. Right. Yeah, the, there is just like a, a sort of primal, like good feeling to getting like 
more gunfire, more, <laughs> more like just a bigger gun or yeah, yeah. more gun. Shooting four blasts. Yeah, shooting four felt pretty good. Four feels yeah. good. You got, you actually feel. I think that's one thing that the game gets right. You feel more powerful with yeah, the power ups, right. and that's Definitely. always like important to to communicate. Yeah, what do they say? It's like more DACA. Is that what they call it? <laughs> what? <laughs> More, more like D A K K A. I think isn't that mean like more guns? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, one thing I also wanted to add is that this is like the first game that I can think of that really gets help from like turbo options. So if you had like an NES Advantage or another like similar NES Max, like one of those controllers, oh, a machine gun. Yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> those are like two different controllers that came out around I think in eighty six or eighty seven, and they had turbo options for A and B. This one would really help you because oh, just every idea, time you press, it's just button. no, it's just holding down that button, and now it'll fire off, like you know, shots every right, every second. It's, it's uh, so it does it on the press, on the B press, not on the no, not yeah. So you would hold it down, and it would continue to do it at a consistent rate. No, right, I get that, but I'm saying without the turbo, you would if you press it like crazy, do you shoot more? No. So how would a turbo help? Because you you wouldn't have to continue to press the button. Well, that's what I'm saying. You you don't have to do that in the game, yeah. right? No, you, you don't. don't. You're not able to do that in the game. If you pu- hold down B, I don't think you continue shooting. I think at you least just it, shoot once, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't remember. I and, remember. And if you do shoot more than once, I, I, I don't think it shoots as fast as Turbo. Because mm. Turbo on a controller is registering like the input over and over and over again. Right. So it's the equivalent of like fast yeah. tapping. Right, but you can fast tap in this game. Yeah, 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 okay. you can. Yeah, 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 totally. Sorry, I get your question. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I thought you were talking about a press versus a long press, and well, that gets into a whole thing about, you know, yeah, well, there are no such thing as half A presses. Oh, damn, I was going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that opens up portals to other dimensions. I'm sure there are plenty of people that are like, what are they, what? what I'll are they link it in about? the show notes. Okay. It's about Super Mario 64, a game that we'll get to yeah. on episode 4 million of right. Nostalgia. And eh, not 4 million. <laughs> you think there's four million video games at all? No, I don't think there's four, be million. Just four million. There's probably four million movies though. I don't think that's true either. <laughs> our 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 sound, our sound engineer is shaking his shaking head. Shaking his head like vehemently. No, I, you know, there's at least a hundred movies. There's at least a hundred. There's at least four million videos on YouTube, right? That's yeah. got to be true. And probably four billion. No. Really? <laughs> now for the essential games list. I know, I know. We are going to get to the essential games list, but I did like our little thing there of over under. Like it's just like I think that should become a new thing where, but it's just, just not related a, to the game. Not related just to like nostalgia a, at all yeah. either. It's just like how many pens do I have in my bag? Like five. <laughs> all right, let's do the essential games list. All right, guys, it's the essential games list, and the first thing I want to ask is nobody got to Tokyo, right? No. that uh, Sorry, not like in life. I, in the game, that's the final objective. And it's like, I didn't even watch what happens when you get to no. Tokyo. I, we talked about a ninja kid, how it just says, the end, and then yeah. takes you immediately right back to the main <laughs> menu. I'd kind of like to know what happens, but maybe I'll just link that in the show notes, show everybody. I doubt it's anything cool. Maybe right. it's like, you know, like, what would it be? You well, drop that's kind of scary. <laughs> Whoa, watch yourself. But... Well, one other thing Tokyo. that I think you told me was that there are like... There's I like 100 levels you... or something. You, you, you as in Mike. Yeah. For the people who are listening that can't see me point or even know what Mike looks like. <laughs> um, send me an email at contact at nostalgicast.com with what you think I look yeah, like. Send, send drawings of all of us. I would yeah. love a drawing. Oh, man, you don't have to send amazing. it, though. You can just email it. 
But, Mike, I think you told me that there were a lot of levels. I can't remember how many you said. 32. It was more than I was willing to... Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Which 32. 32 is tough, especially on another game where one hit and you're out. Right. So, now we're in the essential <laughs> games list. Everybody knows what this is by now. We're talking about if these games are essential. Not in 1986, which is when this game came to the NES. We're talking about if they're essential for, you know, all time. Like, mm-hmm. are, they still, are they still relevant in 2018? Sean? All right, you have an entire genre of this shmup game that has pretty much the same control schemes and the same uh, uh, gameplay techniques and all that. Uh, You don't need to play 1942 if you have access to almost any of them. So, I mean, maybe it's got the whole, this was one of the first, or at least the first on console going for it, but there are much better games than this one. Joe, uh, 1942 is pretty simple. It's got a simple objective. It works. Everything's fine. Um, not really for me. There's probably people who are going to like it more than I did, but I don't think it's going to be essential for too many people. I-, I think not essential. Sam. So this is what you do. You build a time machine. You go back to 2005. You go onto addictinggames.com, and one of the first games is called A Blast. Which is like this, you know, it's a it's a shmup, but with bosses and all this other kinds of crazy stuff. That game is, you know, it's probably better than this game. Not that this isn't a bad game. It handles just as about as well as you think it would handle. You know, you guys were talking about a little bit of lag before, but for NES, it handles it kind of how I expect it would handle. But it's it's nothing it's nothing special. If you're interested in this genre, I would say play it. But it's not. It's not bad. It's just not really... There's not a lot there. It's it's kind of fun. I, I like this game, and I won't even tell you to play it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you should. I, I, if, you, if you're in an arcade, you got a quarter or two to blow. I don't know what they charge at arcades anymore, but hopefully it's no more than 50 cents for this. If you got two quarters and you want to play like a quick round of 1942, you'll enjoy yourself. But if you're looking for shmup experiences, especially uh, vertical instead of horizontal, because we do have a horizontal shmup coming up later uh, in December of 86 with uh, Gal- uh, Galaga. Holy shoot. Wow. Uh, <laughs> holy shoot. Yeah, yeah, holy shoot, shoot game. <laughs> My point was th- this as a vertical shooter on the NES just really isn't cutting it. Maybe wait till 1943, hear our verdict on that one, or just go play it today and then wait for our episode on it, however <laughs> dedicated you are as a fan. <laughs> you know, I think for it to be, for something like this to be an essential game, it I don't even know what it would need. I don't think that, it would need so many performance enhancements too. I think, you know, yeah. I know Sam was saying that this is how he expects the game to perform, but that's not how I would want the game to perform. I do understand where you're coming from with yeah. that criticism. I just think like, you know, for me, an essential game always has to like have like really tight controls that are just, you know, simple to play and, you know, feel good to master. Not like, you know, difficult to master, feel good to master. Yeah. So, you know, we're occasionally on these essential games list, we're just kind of defining what an essential game is. You know, it's like we kind of did that with Ninja Kid last week and now we're doing it again. Just in case you wanted any insight, this is like BTS footage for you. <laughs> with no footage. With no footage. So you still yeah. don't know what Mike looks like. Well, no, it's footage. It's just not video footage. Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't know. Nice. I don't know the difference. Anyway, uh, that is all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. Join us next time for Commando. Not not Captain Commando. Not it's still <laughs> Capcom. Capcom, but it is no, it is Capcom, but it's uh, it's just regular Commando. 
And play it yourself if you can. Thank you for that, uh, Mike, too. <laughs> you know, when I want more nostalgia, I usually just go on to Google Chrome, the optimal web browser, and I go into the URL, and I type in www.nostalgiacast.com. Sean, how do you spell that? Well, you would... Let me, let me spell it for you. Yeah. First, you go into Firefox, and you go into the URL box, and you type... N-E-S-T-A-L-G-I-A, cast, that would be C-A-S-T, dot com. I noticed that he didn't say Firefox was the optimal browser, but the optimal podcast is definitely the one you're listening to. And if you want to hear more, all you have to do is hit that big subscribe button. Smash that Smash that subscribe button. button. You know, wherever you're listening. I don't want to make you go to iTunes if you hate Apple. You can just I don't want to make you go to Google Play if you don't own an Android you device. Just, you can just open up, you know, Opera. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you're doing. To, I think Opera was bought by a Chinese company that, like, has, like, a false VPN in it. So okay, you go, go to, you say you go to Netscape. <laughs> yeah, you go to Netscape. I was thinking, like, AOL 6.0. You go oh, to Microsoft Edge and AOL you download account. Google Chrome EXE and then you install that package and you go into Google Chrome. Firefox. And you hit the subscribe button because you love nostalgia and you want more. And if you want more... You're like, hey, you know what? These guys seem pretty cool, and they're pretty laid back, and they don't run ads on their show, and they're not charging any money for me to listen to this thing. Maybe you just write us an email. Don't say thank you. I don't need that. I don't need your praise. I feel it every day Ask when us we questions. Record. We only got one question from that guy in Milwaukee. Yeah, we want more <laughs> questions. You know, and actually, who knows? Maybe we are getting questions because we do record these episodes a little earlier. Yes. Someone's like, I've been sending you my email. It's like, trust me, I'm getting them. Just, you know, continue to send them. Contact at NostalgiaCast.com. Remember, that's Nostalgia, not Nostalgia. But I have Nostalgia for, you know, websites like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. By the time well, this goes oh, up, man. those are gone. <laughs> I have nostalgia for those websites, and we have links to those websites on our show. Not just links to the home pages <laughs> of wow, those that was websites. A seamless segue. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support of nostalgia. Remember, next week is Commando. Play along. Send me an email with your thoughts. Maybe I'll read it on the show. We thank you for spending time with us. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me on at Esposito Film on Twitter. I never post anything. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Arms. Have you been uh, working out a lot? No. <laughs> really? Yeah.